This episode of TGC Q&A is sponsored by The Gospel Project, a chronological Bible study for all ages, explaining how Scripture points to Jesus, encouraging us to live on mission. Visit gospelproject.com TGC to download a free ebook and try additional resources. Hi, this is Ed Welch. You're listening to TGC Q&A, a podcast from The Gospel Coalition. This is the Biblical Counseling Series, featuring hopeful answers to your questions when navigating fear, anxiety, ministry, and marriage, and everything in between. My name is Ed Welch. I work as a counselor and a faculty member at an organization called CCEF, the Christian Counseling and Educational Foundation. And, and my pleasure, which just happens to be my job, is, is to answer that question, how does Scripture speak to the struggles of everyday life. So, to be able to think about questions regarding fear is, is a delight. And, and thank you for the questions that you've submitted. They're great questions. I'm going to just take one of the questions that, that, that came in because it, it seems to capture uh, a field of questions that I think are very important for us. Here's the question. The Bible says, fear not but that's not easy for me. What should I do? Well, you should be really, really thankful that it's not easy for you, but sometimes you don't feel like you fear a whole lot. That's, that's utterly amazing. You understand the question. The Bible says fear not, but it's not easy for me. The person wants it to be easier. So, so first of all, I think this question is, is coming from somebody who is immensely mature, far more mature than myself. But but I think the, the real central feature to the question is the Bible says fear not. And, and for most of us, we recognize that we will be afraid tomorrow. We're being afraid as, as we're speaking to the Lord. And, and fear will be nipping at our heels for the rest of our lives. We know that. And, and so how can we come to the Lord when he begins with, what seems to be a command to not fear. Well, so, so our, our question is, what is our aim, really? Where, where are we going? What are we, where, where do, how do we want to grow in the way we deal with fears? Let's begin this way. The, the, there's a natural way to understand the, the words, do not fear, or do not be afraid, or do not worry. If, if we would say such things to a child, it, it, we would never think about it as a command. Uh, it, it's, it's completely different than, than stop hitting your brother. <laughs> that's, that's a bit more of a command. And, and we expect if we're saying stop hitting your brother, we're expecting the child to stop hitting his or her brother. But, but to say, don't be afraid, it's, there's something about it that, that we're saying, we're saying to our child, we, we got this, and, and, and we're, we're, they're words of comfort. They're words of relationship. They're words of invitation to come close. They're words that are saying something's going to happen, and, 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 and it will be good. That, that seems to be the natural way we, we understand that. And... 
And I think that's probably the best way to understand how Jesus is speaking to us. Matthew chapter 6 is one of the real popular passages on anxiety. It starts off, don't be anxious, but don't be afraid. Same kinds of words. The idea is that there is a threat out there that, that is, is dangerous. There's, a, there's something we could lose, life, health, finances, uh, reputation. There's some kind of loss off in the future. When Jesus begins by saying, don't be anxious, we, it, it's, it's as if he's going for a walk with us. And, and he's point, as, he, as we go on this walk, he points out the birds, points out the, the day lilies that, 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 that come up for a day and then they're gone tomorrow. And he points out how he, he, the birds are cared for, the lilies are beautiful. And if he cares for these aspects of creation, doesn't he realize that we are much more important to him than, than the birds and the lilies? We are uniquely created in his image. And the gospel itself is, is for us as his people. So the words are really very, very sweet. Not the kind of words you'd expect if, if somebody says, stop it. It's, it's this invitation. Your father is on the move and, and keep your eyes open for, for what he's going to do. So, so the question is, what, what are we aiming for? Go something like this. The scripture assumes that our lives will experience endless threats. And you go through, through the Psalms and that's, that is the prominent theme of the psalm. David is consistently talking about particular enemies, and it seems like reputation occasionally is the issue, but his very life is, is more often the issue. Psalm 56, Lord, be gracious to me. People are trampling on me. But that Psalm 56, it, it gives us, I think, a, a, a little bit of a direction on what we want to aim for. He, he speaks of this present fear, and then he has that well-known phrase, when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. When I'm afraid, I will put my trust in you. What we're aiming for, it seems, it, it, it seems contradictory, but as, as people who follow Jesus, it's familiar to us. We're aiming for somehow to merge fear and faith, for them to appear almost in the same sentence. That's what you have in the psalm. I am scared to death. I am absolutely scared to death when I am afraid I put my trust in you. That's, we're, we're looking for those to come closer and closer together. An analogy for that would be, would be grief. Would, an analogy would be loss of, of a loved one, where, where a Christian funeral is doing exactly the same thing where grief and faith are being joined together, where we, we sing songs of worship as we, as we cry. We, we remember the hope that, that we all share in Jesus as we cry for the loss of the person. Fears and grief really have very much in common. Fear is anticipating the loss. Grief has already experienced loss. And by the way, it would probably be worthwhile for you to know that, that Jesus uses very similar words when he speaks to people who are grieving. In Luke chapter 7, 
He says for, to a widow who has lost almost everything, don't grieve. It's, it's not a command. It's, it's a way of saying, I am with you. I care about you. I see you. I hear you. And I am doing something. I am doing something. So our goal is, is to grow in, in somehow in the same sentences to the Lord to be able to speak, to pour out our heart to him, Psalm 62, 8, to speak honestly and openly of our fears, and, and then perhaps to steal the words of the psalmist. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Our goal is, oh, by the way, I should say one other thing in the, in the Matthew 6 passage. It, Jesus does sort of, poke us a little bit. He doesn't tease us, but he's sort of, sort of nudging us a bit. And, and one time he nudges is, by the way, if you, if you worry about getting taller and things, will that make you taller? And so he's sort of teasing us a bit there. But later on, he says, oh, you of little faith. Uh, what we want to do is we want to grow in faith. We want to grow in, in knowing who our Father is and, and being able to merge our fears with our confidence in him more and more and more. So, great question. The Bible says, fear not, it's not easy to do. What should we expect? What does growth look like in our, in our life with Christ? It looks like Psalm 56, this, this invitation we hear from the Lord to speak openly from our hearts. and. And then to remember who our God is, who is close, who speaks, to, who speaks to us of how important we are to him, even to the point where he numbers the hairs on our heads. That's, that's a very detailed knowing of us. And we want to go back and forth between speaking our fears and saying, and I trust you, <laughs> between speaking our fears and I trust you, Lord, grant me, a gr- grant me eyes to see you a little bit more clearly. I want to trust you more. I want, I want little faith to grow into confidence. And then meanwhile, we, we all wait for the age to come when we will truly know fearlessness. Thanks for the question. It's a great question. 